This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Carolina in tonight to finish off three games in four nights. The defending champs in Chocolate Town are killing it again this season. Hershey Bears radio voice, Zach Fish, will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, January 5th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals hitting the ice tonight here at home with the Carolina Hurricanes at 7 o'clock. Washington four points behind the Canes in the Metropolitan Division race. Darcy Kemper expected to be back in goal tonight for the Caps in the second game of a five-game homestand. And for the fifth consecutive week, the Capitals finishing off three games in four nights. This morning here on the show, we glance northward at our AHL affiliate, the Hershey Bears. The defending Calder Cup champions are flying high atop the entire American Hockey League. Here to tell us all about it, the voice of the Bears, Zach Fish, joining us here on Caps This Morning. Well, Zach, great to have you with us here this morning. We have talked a lot on the broadcast about the accolades of Washington's AHL affiliate. How about two different nine-game winning streaks, a 28-6 and record, an 824 points percentage, a gaudy 18-point lead over second-place Providence in the Atlantic Division, and 13 points better than anyone else in the AHL heading into this weekend. So I guess it goes without saying, Obviously, this team better than last year's champs, but how much better are they? And some are saying this could be one of the best teams in AHL history. How much fun has this been? It's been an amazing ride. You got to be part of the championship with us here and covering it for the Capitals as the Bears went all the way to Game 7 against Coachella Valley. And you're thinking, what are you going to do for an encore? You lose some pieces, some guys move on. But it was a very quick, not rebuild, but a reload for the Hershey Bears. And the players that they brought in have fit in seamlessly. Todd Nelson, the head coach down here in Hershey, gets the best out of his players. And he got an amazing one-two punch between Hunter Shepard, obviously currently up with the Caps, but him and Clay Stevenson in goal, you know, they're stopping anything that's thrown their way. But you have a team that can score a little bit more this year. Last year's club was the master of defense and goaltending. They win games two to one and grind it out. This year's team can beat you four to one, five nothing. If they need to score seven that night to win a game, if it's an offensive game, they can do it. It's been pretty impressive to sit fourth in the league in goals four per game and first in the league in goals against. You're not only getting that stonewalling goaltending and defense, you're putting the puck in the net, which makes my job a lot more fun. And the Bears are scoring four goals a game right now and, and their goaltenders have been standing on their heads so this has been an amazing start to, to the season for Hershey pretty unprecedented like you said the best in the franchise's 86 year history and on pace to do something pretty special when it's all said and done with with half a season to go so a lot of runway left but this has been laid down a pretty good foundation and a pretty sizable lead as you mentioned in the division we've been raving here about Alexei Protus and Connor McMichael and even Beck Malenstein lately is finding the back of the net the guys that took part in a Calder Cup championship there last year so on the subject from a Washington perspective of what's next uh, Pierrick Dubé has 19 goals he's tied for the American League lead right now Ethan Frank who was signed middle of last season and we saw what he could do in the final last year after a pretty quiet postseason he's got 14 goals Mike Scarbosa's second in the AHL in points I mean you go down the list and it is just overwhelming offense but it's nice to see some of these guys that next wave getting it done right now for the Bears 
Yeah, it's been pleasant to see. And Dubé's a, a interesting to watch for Capitals fans. You know, he's a young player that is just in his second professional season that's on an entry-level contract, was never drafted, spent last year in the AHL after starting in the ECHL just on an AHL deal with Laval and put up 16 goals pretty quickly in only about half of a season. He's already surpassed that this year in less than half of a season here in Hershey. 19 goals tied with Rocco Grimaldi, a well-seasoned veteran for the AHL's lead. And he's got an amazing wrist shot and last year with the Bears team for some of the players it might take a guy five six seven chances that they get to bury one Pierrick Dubé you give him one opportunity it's going to go in the back of the net he blew a wrist shot by at Hershey's game on Wednesday night past Spencer Knight who's obviously looking to work his way back to the National Hockey League but first rounder and a guy that's seen the best of shots from NHL players the likes of Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby and all these excellent players he's seen those before and Dubé just whistled one right past him was in and off this tape and a in an instant so he's got a great wrist shot he's been fun to watch but yeah it's really all four lines can put the puck in the net a guy like Riley Sutter who has a linchpin on that fourth line for Hershey in their run to the finals last year that if you're Washington and you need a fourth line center or a third line center he could come up and do that be a great penalty killer for you he's already got a career best in points with 13 building off a strong run last year so it doesn't matter if it's the first line or the fourth line you have pretty balanced scoring the veterans like Mike Scarbosa that can be call-ups and fill-ins in Washington are, of course, doing what they do best and being great players at this level. But the young kids are certainly taking that step. And and obviously, Ivan Miroslavchenko is a, is a big part of that as well. And he's back here in Hershey and played a pretty good first game since returning from Washington on Wednesday night. So uh, it's a real nice mix here with the Bears that can put the puck in the net. A lot of talk about goalies, given the injury here to Charlie Lindgren and Hunter Shepard coming up and, and the loss here in the game two nights ago go but when he is here that means clay stevenson is there and a big honor for clay stevenson the american hockey league's goalie of the month for december and i look at what the capitals have done here a guy who was a college free agent he's not drafted the word from reed cashman at dartmouth is hey you got to take a look at this guy and Oli kolzik was involved in a lot of hockey operations and now i look at what he's doing in hershey and it's just phenomenal that you can go out and find a guy like this with this kind of size and it looks like that he is as advertised for what they hoped he would be what was his december like what has his season been like for the bears he's been fantastic and i think he was really been pressed because of some of the call-ups and the last minute nature of him with under shepherd he's been pressed into duty quite a bit with the bears this year in playing back-to-backs and we've seen it with washington you know back-to-back situation earlier this week they elected to go with hunter shepherd in the second half of the game that's that's commonplace in the american hockey league to have to sometimes play three games in three nights and five times now stevenson has had to go on back-to-back games because sometimes Hunter Shepard gets called up at the last minute and, hey, you're in the net once again today. And he's done admirably in those games. This month of December was fantastic. He's really settling into his own between the pipes. He's a big man who moves well. And the biggest thing that he's working on is his rebound control. And from October to January, he has improved by a mile with his rebound control and is starting to absorb and suck up pucks and just made a season-high 37 saves with his fifth shutout of the year already, which ties a Bears record for a rookie goaltender pretty good company, Ron Hextall, and then the other one being former capital VTech Vanacek, who put up five shutouts in their rookie year. By the way, it's only January. Clay's got a lot of time to potentially surpass that record. So he's leading the league in goals against average, 165. It's incredible. A 94% save percentage almost in five shutouts. You know, the sky's the limit for him. You can see why there were so many teams after him as an undrafted free agent. He fits that typical mold of a big goaltender. 
I know he wants to put on a, a little bit more weight. He's, you know, he called himself Slender Man. He's kind of a lanky guy, even though he's big, but he gets uh, from post to post very well and he's really settled in nicely. So I think the future is very bright for him and why Washington already said, you know what, lock him up. Let's get him a three-year extension and, and get him some one-way money and see what we got here because they certainly believe in him. That, and then a Calder Cup MVP who's currently at the NHL level. Quite a tandem in Hershey right now for the Bears. Let's talk Defense Act. Pretty deep, I think, organizationally right now on defense. Capitals bring in an Ethan Bear. Two guys that started here in Hardy Hammond Octel and Lucas Johansson. They're back with the Bears now. Seems like the defense pretty stacked there as well with some of these recent additions coming back. Yeah, Lucas has played really, really well since coming back. Johansson's looked fantastic. I think mean, this is the best hockey I've seen him play as a Bear, including the Calder Cup playoffs, where he was just an absolute warrior. You know, certainly I know he would have loved to be in more games up in Washington. He gets the six-game cup of coffee, and obviously there's more veteran options, and Edmondson comes back, and he's the odd guy out. But he's excited to play in a place that he's very comfortable. A lot of injuries slowed him early in his career, but that's parts of seven seasons in Hershey. So he's exceptionally comfortable here, has been fantastic. A couple of goals for him already on the season. Hamann Octel dealing with a little bit of illness, so he missed the last game. He was actually scratched the game prior. They just want to get him back to the level that he was when he came down. He's just fighting it a little bit, but he's a good player, and he looks like an NHL-caliber player when he's on his game. But Todd Nelson holds his players to a very, very high standard, and they have the defensive depth right now to maybe give the guys that opportunity to sit up top and watch a game. But there's a, a ton of depth. You look at Logan Day and what he did in the playoffs. He's had to sit out a couple of them, and, and he could have been arguing the Calder Cup MVP himself with how many points that he put up from the back end. These are AHL contract players. They're not going to factor in to the Washington Capitals organization as far as unless they're signed, the NHL call-ups. But you look at them and they've been able to fill in where need be. So really deep group, really good group. You still got the progression of Vincent Iorio, who's been playing his best hockey of late and could be a potential call-up down the road. Again, a real good mix of veterans and youth between Dylan McElrath, the captain, and Aaron Ness, the former Capital all big uh, parts of this team's success. I have said it many times since my time this past spring in Hershey in and around Todd Nelson. I did not know him all that well previously, and after spending a lot of time around him, I am so impressed with how he runs a team, how he nurtures guys. Sometimes it's tough love because you're watching from the press box, but I think about Connor McMichael had that happen last year, and look where he is, and Hendricks LaPierre has that happen, and look where he is, and it just seems that from an organizational perspective in his second year now with the team wins a Calder Cup the first time around second year look what's going on all the things we've been talking about here the coaching staff with Nick Bootland and Pat Waller I, this everything that's going on there right now from a, a staff perspective and you know better than me but I just I can't say enough good things about that coaching group it's real good synergy for the coaches and Todd Nelson is an incredible coach that you'd have to think at some point is going to get a look in the National Hockey League. He had a cup of coffee with the Edmonton Oilers as an interim head coach there the year before Connor McDavid and obviously they went a different direction the following season but this guy just wins and he gets the best out of his players and it's so much more than just the X's and O's behind the bench and getting to work for a team and the day-to-day -day life and the joys of being in minor league sports is you get to see the behind the scenes and the peak behind the curtain with 
the coaches and how the room meshes together. I mean, the room is so well gelled here already. It's super impressive, but it takes a mastermind and a coach to do that, that balance of how much work and how much days off you give and how much fun do you have and when do you have to come down on guys and be stern to expect more. And you know, the Bears had 26 wins and Todd Nelson, after a game in Rochester this past weekend, he kind of gave it to the team a little bit and said, look, if we, if we don't play the right way, we're not going to win games when it counts. We're winning games, but we've played a couple after Christmas that haven't been in the right way. We've just been lucky to win them. And since then, they've been going in the right direction. So knowing when to push those buttons, this whole coaching staff really can do it. And they get the best of guys and they're great communicators. Everyone's on the same page. And you know what? The special teams, it's great to see. Patrick Weller, Nick Bootlin, you mentioned them. You know, two guys that are both up and coming coaches and, and they run the special teams with Todd Nelson assisting, of course. But the power play is up to, to fourth in the American Hockey League at nearly 24%. The penalty kill is second. So special teams and goaltending will win you championships. We already talked about the goaltending. These coaches got the special team rolling. So it's a real, real good group as far as chemistry goes. And it starts with the leaders, or the captains, and, and then it's all the way up to the top to the coaches and management. And they got everybody bought in. And it's been exciting to watch this last calendar year. Well, I can't wait. At some point in the second half, got to get up and check things out down the stretch. Want to get up for a game and got to make that happen. But Zach, thank you so much for joining us here. Good luck uh, Hartford this weekend up next on Saturday, and uh, we will uh, see how things progress through the season. Already been a lot of fun in Chocolate Town. Thanks for doing this this morning. Appreciate it, John. Thanks for having me. Go Caps, go Bears. Go Caps and go Bears indeed. The future of the Capitals awfully bright this season in central Pennsylvania. Good luck to Hershey in the second half of the season in the American Hockey League. Back here in the district, it's the Capitals and the Carolina Hurricanes. Tonight at 7, 6.45 airtime on 106.7 A Fan and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.